You're listening to the Right Ordered Life Podcast, episode number 45. Feeling overwhelmed is something you either detest or have come to tolerate as your normal daily life. Now, there's a lot that goes into getting out of overwhelm and into peace. Pruning and dialing back, setting priorities, saying no, upholding boundaries, breaking free of perfectionism and people-pleasing. But I'm not going to overwhelm you with the mechanics of simplifying life in this episode. What we're going to do is flip overwhelm upside down so that you're empowered to view it not as the enemy you detest, but the helper you're grateful for. That's coming up. I'm Stacy Santiago, and I'm here because I see you. If you're hearing my voice right now, chances are you're disappointed, grumpy, and honestly sick and tired of not having the time and energy to do it all. Here's the deal. I know that most days it feels too hard to be a good mom who successfully keeps her family and job going. It's normal to feel this way. I've been exactly where you are. As a board certified coach and licensed professional counselor, I've helped hundreds of clients connect with God, be happy at home, and do meaningful work without running out of time or energy. When you tune in each week, you're going to learn proven tools to live a right ordered life of faith, family, and purpose that you want to wake up to each day. Real quick, before we jump in, I want to give a shout out to Krista, a very sweet listener who in her podcast review said, Stacy's podcast is refreshing and restorative. She gets to the root of what's holding us back and gives the tools to live a right ordered life with a focus on God at the center. I love the actionable tools and insights she offers while also bringing in the truth of who we are in God. Thank you, Krista. I am so incredibly grateful that you're listening and so glad the messages in this podcast are helping and inspiring you. I'm so tired. I can't do this anymore. I need help. I give up and I'm going to bed. Have you ever said this aloud or to yourself? I have many times. I've been overwhelmed just with about everything you can think of. Too much work, too many tasks in the home, children that talk and make noise constantly, disappointment, and I've been overwhelmed with volcanic emotions that I can't shake off. I spent many years shackled to overwhelm like a ball and chain. Oh, it went with me everywhere. Pretty much my dark shadow. I wanted to escape it, but didn't know how or why I was stuck chained to it. But through trials, coaching, making big decisions, and of course, God pruning me, I've learned that I don't need to live in overwhelm. Now that I'm in a place of peace and right order, overwhelm is kind of like an old scruffy friend that pops up and actually helps me. Sounds weird, right? Let's explore this together. There are two ways feeling overwhelmed is a good thing. Number one, feeling overwhelmed with kindness, blessings, gratitude. That's a form of acute overwhelm. It's created in the moment, either by an external situation or you can generate this feeling on your own. So let me give you an example. Maybe you had a time of trial, of distress, and you were overwhelmed by outreach 
the people around you who would support you with things that you need. So let me give you an example. Back in 2021, when my family had COVID, and this was the really (laughs) difficult version of COVID, when it was still pretty new, and my husband was in the hospital for a week, and I had pneumonia in both my lungs, and I've got these three little kids at home that I'm supposed to be helping do remote learning and and all the stuff. And it was extremely difficult for us. And we had so many people from our church and school community, our family that came to help us out. I had a friend who brought her children over and just helped cleaning my house, changing the sheets on our beds, bringing us food. And that was a time of just overwhelmed by the kindness and the willingness of others to help. So that's a great example of feeling overwhelmed, but as a good thing. Now, the second way that overwhelm is a good thing is as a signal that something isn't right. This arises more often from a chronic overwhelm, meaning that it lasts for more than an hour or a day. It's feeling overwhelmed for at least a week, and and longer. Let's get clarity on what overwhelm means. Overwhelm isn't just being busy or having a lot to do. I like this definition of overwhelm from Talkspace.com. It's a site that provides mental health info. It says, to be completely submerged in your thoughts and emotions about all of life's current problems to the point where you lack productivity or even feel frozen or paralyzed. So it's not just a busy day. You feel emotionally overwhelmed for a significant period of time. I would say a week or longer. Something isn't how it should be. It's a signal you must pay attention to for your own health and wellness and your families too. Why do we experience overwhelm as a signal physically and emotionally? I believe that God built us with a balance mechanism, an interior boundary line That when crossed, it signals that we are not where we should be. He designed us to live in his peace, to have space to be present with him and those around us. Think about it. He first created man and woman in a slow-paced world. Adam and Eve ended up with a catastrophic sin problem, but they weren't running all around chasing email, first world materialism, kids' activities, home fix-it problems, and professional success. I believe feeling chronically overwhelmed is a signal that we need to counteract the expectations, burdens, and fast-paced world we live in. It signals to us that it's time to move back down the scale of extreme toward a simpler, calmer, right-ordered life that God meant for us to have. Let me give you an example. Y'all know I'm type A, high D on the disc. I have so many interests and often get stuck in multiple projects up to my eyeballs. I just run with it. Personal development program. Yes, sounds great. Business program. Yep, sounds great. Therapeutic training program. Ooh, yes, please. So many things are worthwhile, but they're only going to go smoothly if I clone myself two times. In the past, that's why I rarely saw overwhelm coming. I was just too amped up, raring to go and definitely underestimating the time and effort required for all of these projects, all of this work. 
Oh, and several of my projects ended with a meltdown and me completely walking away or burning it down. Yep. Go back and listen to episode five if you'd like to hear about my emotional meltdown and how I got out of it. Now, while I still don't like the feeling of overwhelm, I can appreciate it as a divinely crafted signal to let me know that I am out of my natural state. I've left my port of peace and I'm sailing on waters that are too rough for me. And I think God designed it that way. Now, there's a range to overwhelm. Not everyone feels the same way. We each have a different capacity. For example, there are moms who feel full staying at home with one child. And there are moms who work, homeschool six kids, and volunteer on three committees. There's no right or wrong, better or worse. God created us all differently. And each of us, no matter what our situation, has tremendous beauty and value. My friend, what does your life look like when you're living within your window of peace? And what in your life has placed you outside that window of peace and chronic overwhelm? Maybe you're in it right now. Maybe it was a few months ago or last year. Good. You're doing great exploring this with me. So what is overwhelm trying to tell you? It's probably saying something like, this isn't working. Do something. I need relief. Now, you might hear a different voice in your head than I do. It might sound like, I can't do this anymore. Or you might think, I'm so tired 10 times a day and be especially grouchy at night around your family. Been there, done that. Now, my friend, I want to give you some power back. I'm just going to straight put this out there because you need to hear it. Staying in overwhelm puts you in a victim state. It makes you the dump site of whatever life and anyone in your life wants to heap on top of you. If you don't do anything to change it, you forfeit control, complain, and stay stuck. Some of you may be in a season of great suffering, perhaps with a sick child. And that kind of cross and the overwhelm that comes with it is redemptive. But I'm talking about the crosses you put on your back that aren't redemptive. Those are the things you unnecessarily complicate your life with because consciously or unconsciously, you are chasing safety, control, approval, or significance. This is what you want to pop up above the clouds at the 30,000 foot view of your life. Take a deep breath and really see. When you're in the weeds of daily life, you can't always see that you're chasing. You can't see what's there. That your fear and pride are plummeting you into negative emotions and soul-sucking to-dos. So let's be brave and really look at what's going on. What are you doing and holding on to that you don't need to? What lies are you believing about who you are and what God has and has not asked you to do? Those are two key questions, and I want to repeat them. What are you doing and holding on to that you don't need to? What lies are you believing about who you are and what God has and has not asked you to do? Those questions are going to require some journaling. That's okay. You can do it. In the end, to quote Marie Forleo, everything is figure outable. 
And we don't have to do this alone. We have the most powerful force in the universe, our loving God and each other to help us along the way. So remember, feeling overwhelmed is good for two reasons. Number one, if you are feeling overwhelmed at times with kindness, blessings, or gratitude, that's a good kind. Number two, a signal that something isn't right and that you need to make a change. That's how you leverage overwhelm, is you recognize it's a signal. It's a boundary line. You say, oop, I crossed that. I got to come back in. Make it work to your advantage as a tool that keeps you within your window of peace and health. Are you up for some homework? Sweet. I know you are. Grab a pen and paper and answer this question. What am I overwhelmed with right now? It could involve external circumstances like a to-do list with 50 tasks on it. You could also feel overwhelmed with your emotions like fear, uncertainty, rejection, failure, or disappointment. I invite you to write about it. And if you need help journaling in a simple, productive way, check out podcast episode number 18, three ways to journal and get massive benefit even if you struggle with consistency and what to write. Take your time, my friend. Write out your feelings and what's going on and ask yourself, is this overwhelm my signal to change something? What is God asking me to do? That's a key question because we love getting tangled in far more tasks and projects than God is asking of us. I'm a true example of that. Thank you for taking the time as always to listen and for your courage to look at the hard stuff. It takes courage to feel your emotions deep in your faith journey and heal what you struggle with. Please know you are not alone. If the noise in your head from your mean inner critic along with the overwhelm of your daily life as you stuck and tired, you are not alone. I know from personal experience that it is amazing to have someone listen, understand, and not judge you. If you want some help with what you're struggling with right now, grab a time on my calendar through the link at the top right of stacysantiago.com or by clicking the link in the show notes. There is a way to move forward. And from experience, I can tell you, my friend, it's a lot easier and faster when you have a cheerleader, the right tools, and the accountability to feel lighter and at peace. By now you know I love serving you. I've got tons of amazing tools like my 12-minute morning routine training to share with you for free. So reach out, send me a DM, write me directly at stacy at stacysantiago.com. I look forward to seeing your name in my messages soon and to serving you. And one more super quick request, would you please leave a review in the Apple Podcast app? It's super simple. It takes less than 60 seconds. Scroll down under the Right Order Life podcast episodes, tap to leave a five-star rating, and then right below that, click write a review and write a few simple words about what you like about the podcast. Thank you for helping me get this message out to women who need to hear it. Coming up next week on the show, let's talk about something positive and powerful your strengths. I'm going to show you how to find your strengths without taking tests or using assessments. Knowing and believing in your strengths has a huge effect on your mindset and the action you take in your daily life. You don't want to miss this. In the meantime, I humbly ask that you please go share the show with your friends. Invite them to tune in with you and learn how to connect with God, be happy at home, and do meaningful work too. I'll see you back here next week, my friend. Until then, celebrate that you are one step closer to living your right-ordered life.